everyone. Thanks so much for tuning into the Chassis Lot podcast. I am Briggsy. I really hope you've been enjoying where the episodes are going so far. I know um, I've been having a lot of fun with it and I've been learning a lot along the way as well. If you are listening in and there's anyone in the industry who you'd love to hear on my show or there's a specific topic that you'd love to hear spoken about on the show, absolutely um, get in touch with me. I'd, I'd love to hear from you about that. You can find my Instagram page. Uh, just look for Chasey's Light Podcast on Instagram. In today's episode, I have a gentleman by the name of Glenn Nichols. He's another fellow wedding photographer of mine. And we really only discuss two things in in any kind of depth in this episode. So it's um it's pretty succinct in where it goes. The the first thing we talk about is how we both actually fell into wedding photography exactly the same way, which is which is really, really funny. And we're gonna get into that. And the other thing that we go into a lot of depth about is social media advertising and in particular how Glenn has had a lot of success in the last 6, 12 months with social media advertising and where that's been able to take his business. So I really hope you enjoy this episode uh, with Glenn and that you get something out of it. Cheers, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Today, I am joined by the lovely Glenn Nichols. Glenn, how are you doing today, mate? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. How are you? Mate, absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure to have you on board. Um, how's um, how's your last week or two been now that weddings are kind of quieting down a fair bit? Yeah, man. Not too bad. Catching up on all the editing and just hanging out with the fam. So it's been it's been pretty solid. Yeah. And the, and the backlog is still the backlog's still going strong? It's not too bad, man. Cutting it down. I've got about two two weddings to go and then I'm, then I'm done or caught up. Yeah, and then just officially just a, a man a man of leisure. <laughs> Dude, absolutely. Yeah. Just be hanging, just be yeah, hanging in the breeze. Yeah, there'll be there'll be a lot of people uh in the in the wedding industry that have uh that are having their time of leisure quite early. You know, naturally mm. in Melbourne we're we're pretty used to that leisure time kind of kind of being June, July, August, winter. But not not as many people want to get married in, in winter for you know, because they get worried about the cold. I personally love winter weddings. Yeah, our our season doesn't kind of normally really quieten down until May, but it just kind of hit March and just bam, that uh that came that came to a, a big halt. Yeah. I haven't even said the word in case anyone's like, what the hell are these two guys <laughs> talking about? You know, if, if they're like listening to this podcast a year in the future yeah. and, and all this shit's done, we're we're referring to the 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 dreaded coronavirus. But um I we we you know we'll touch upon that as if and when we need to, but I um I never wanted to like create like a a podcast that just talks about that for every single bloody episode. Um, that shit will get tiring um pretty quickly. So yeah, a really um just a really simple place to start, man. Tell us about you. Where did you where did you learn photography? How did that all come about? Yeah, man. So um I was a muso for a very very long time, and basically I just sort of had an interest in photography. Um, my now wife got me my first sort of fancy camera it was like a nikon d3200 or something like that yeah is that, is that entry level i don't, I don't oh, yeah. know nikon yeah, I'm, the, yeah. I'm the worst i'm the worst <laughs> gear i'm the worst gear person in the world i'm like what is that yeah absolutely entry 101 with a nice little yeah. kit lens on it. it was solid yeah, sweet. it was like a 18 to 500,000 millimeter yeah, yeah. lens, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah. I remember him well. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. And I was just like that guy in a band with a camera and I ended up just taking photos of my mates either playing or like promo photos for them. Um, yeah, and I just got more and more interested in it. And then sure enough, someone, you know, asked me to photograph a birthday and then a few different events and then boom, someone was just like, oh, can you shoot my wedding? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, and and what what year did what year do you reckon that was? That roughly? was twenty fourteen. 
2014 was that was, yeah. the, was the big first wedding yeah yeah man um yeah we, we've we've had this conversation um obviously we, we know each other on a on a personal and both professional front um outside of you know, this this last three minutes is not the first time we've ever had a conversation um for those of you playing at home but i find that so fascinating because that is pretty much exactly the same way that i got into weddings myself i was just a guy in a band who bought a camera to do something else creative um and kind of just started photographing weddings, you know, like a friend or a friend of a friend is like, hey, you want to want to shoot my wedding and do that. So tell me, man, when you went into that first wedding, did you did you just go in balls deep or did you had you already um, had you second shot a few weddings with another photographer or? Nate, straight in, straight in, no kissing. It was uh, it was yeah. just like <laughs> done, I'd done a bit of prep and, and just like try to figure out what you're supposed to photograph at a wedding. Um, yeah. But like, I, I really don't think, uh, I don't think anything but doing the actual thing of photographing a wedding is going to teach you anything. <laughs> oh yeah, it's spot on. That, that, that's so true. Is, is that wedding still floating around on a hard drive somewhere, or or, or, or is it still? Is, is it online? Can we can we find it on the internet? <laughs> Can confirm that it's not online anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'd be saying I don't. Yeah. You'd be pretty hard pressed to find anything of mine pre um pre 2014, 15. I was shooting for a few years prior to that. Um, it sounds like a horrible thing to say. I'm sure all those couples from that time um, still love their wedding photos. But but as any creative person, you're always um you're always looking forward and you always just think you know you, you think you're improving. You know, like as as musicians um, as well. You know, when you see bands play, all the bands just always want to play their new stuff because they're like yeah, new stuff is the, is the good stuff. But but all the fans are like, oh, I love the old stuff, and that's probably the same as our, our couples. You know, we were probably charging a lot less than what we charge now, and but those people still love those photos. It's them, and, and they're important to us. But we've, as creatives, have just kind of um, progressed from that. I, I guess would would be the best way of putting that. Definitely, man. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome, man. So, um, music. So you you um. You were playing music full time, or you would you, you just like like you were doing it for money, like it's, it's shit or money there is in music. But you, you, you've you've had a little bit of success in the in the rock and roll world. Tell me a little bit more about that. A little bit, man. Um, yeah, I was just playing music for a long, long time. So I think I started playing guitar when I was like thirteen or twelve, something like yeah. that. And then yeah, dude, just in and out of bands for a little while. Played a lot of metal, like to you know, to ten people in clubs, yeah, and whatnot. And then yeah, just played um what I'm trying to think of what genre it would come under it's, there's uh, so many genres of metal jesus christ i don't even know like so if, really if like you if you googled genres of metal or <laughs> genres of hardcore po- like post hardcore like all this it'd just be like whoa you know <laughs> sort of people who had never heard that music before they're just yeah. like it's just it's just heavy music but if you're into heavy music they're like oh there's this there's, there's so many there's so many different uh, different layers to that Oh, dude, 100%. I think one way to put it would be to... We send like a heavier version of Paramore. So it was a okay. bit more like accessible. Um, yeah. And, and you, so you had a female lead singer? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, man. So and, and you you were the guitarist in that band? Yeah, yeah. One of two. One of two guitarists yeah. in the band. And yeah, man, it was... Yeah, had a really good time. We, we wrote some really awesome songs and got to see, you know, a bit of Australia and play some bigger shows and things like that. So... That's awesome. Yeah, dude. And did time. you... did. Did the fact that you started shooting a lot more weddings, which which naturally takes up Fridays and Saturdays, 
which is then naturally when a lot of gigs are on. Was it was it your weddings that saw the band kind of slow down? Was that was that any catalyst behind that, or, or not even related whatsoever? Not related, man. It was kind of just a bit of divine timing, to be honest. Like the band started to wind down, and this sort of started taking its place, and it just did a weird little crossover. And yeah, okay. it was kind of like it was supposed to happen. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. And, and and did you did you also do a bit of band photography? Like you you shot live gigs and stuff as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, I did. Um, where I used to work at the time was like a music suppliers and wholesaler, and they had some contacts with their endorsed artists, and then that yeah. meant I had, was able to go, you know, photograph some some gigs. And um, I, think, I think probably like the biggest band of photographs, Parkway Drive. Okay, back yeah, in, that's awesome. Back in the day, were you an endorsed artist? I did have a guitar endorsement. Did you? Um, so yeah, you you were totally a big deal. You're you're, you're, you're downplaying this big time, man. You, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. You got a guitar endorsement. You're getting 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 free gear and stuff. Yeah, I've I've been I've been bashing down Sony's door to um like <laughs> I, I, I photograph Sony. I'm like, man, give me some Sony cameras. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been spooking you guys hard for years, and they're yeah. just like, who are you? Like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> so, what? Yeah. You, yeah, <laughs> so you, you, you've, you've totally cracked it one more level, one more level than, than, than shitty old Briggsy over here. Yeah, are you allowed to say what the guitars were? It was a custom guitar builder. Um, oh, sweet. Yeah, man. So it was yeah, custom custom made guitars, which is pretty dope. That's awesome. When you first started shooting, the main thing you were shooting was 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 live music and bands. Is that is that what you were shooting a lot of? Yeah, man. That was pretty much everything at that point. I yep. hadn't really had much of an interest in anything else at the time. It was where I was at with my life. So I was just like, yeah, sweet. And it was in yep. the circle circles of friends that I was in as well. So all my yeah, mates, shit, you yeah. know, musos and you know, a lot that of That was people. the same here. And and I reckon um those just so much about shooting live music. And and it's funny, um not just photographing live music but i can i can like transfer so much so many elements of music because that's such a big part of my life into weddings as well and i always i always find like these correlations between the two but photographing live music is just to me it was just such an amazing way to learn quickly like you got to shoot these gigs you know you might just be somewhere you know like a like a little like a little pub in melbourne shooting a little local gig and there's two red par lights and they're oh, like the, these those you know those red hot things you know when you're standing under and playing you just get so fucking sweaty but that's the only thing lining up the sh- the stage and and that's when you learn like what kind of lens you need to shoot like to be able to shoot that quickly because because those because the lights are so dim and so crappy and then just things happen fast on stage and um and then when you're shooting bigger gigs um you've got like three songs, no flash, and then you get kicked out as the photographer and then you're done. And so it just learn, um, it helps you learn so much. Have you found that as well? Like that, that kind of just, just like kicking you in the ass straight away, like shooting live music just for a bit of fun. Actually kind of help shooting weddings too, funnily enough. Dude, it's so funny. Yeah, the, the transferable skills are, are insane. Like the, like you said, the lighting's changing constantly. People are moving all the time. You're in such shitty lighting. Um, yeah, which is just, also... Uh, a lot of weddings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well. yeah. Enough. Um, yeah. yeah, man. So it's it's really good. I think it gets your chops up for shooting weddings. Like I think it's it levels you up quicker if you're in that kind of crazy yeah. fast paced environment and you just got to adapt and and nail it as well. If you could only listen to one band for the rest of your life, who would it be? I don't know how I feel about this answer, but I feel like me and a certain band, a little band uh, called Metallica, go back a very long way. No, that's that's a good answer. <laughs> and they have like fifty-seven albums, so yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, the variety's there. What are you digging at the moment? Uh, right now, actually, I'm, I'm listening to a lot of Childish Gambino. I got 
I got on the I got on the um the bandwagon a bit late, like I'm a late bloomer. But yeah, um, we, no, no, when you say late bloomer, I only found out about him when I realised that he was the voice of Simba in the new Lion King, yeah. and then I was, and then that's what made me like go and listen to. I was like. I've never heard of Childish Campino. Like, I, and then I went to Spotify and listened to a couple of songs. I was like, "Oh, that dude, yeah." yeah. But I, I can't say I've regularly listened to it since. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So, so you've 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 moved on from the mental affair bit then. Oh, dude, it's still it's still in there. Like, honestly, you know, I listen to like Pink Floyd, and then I listen to Cannibal Corpse. Like the next day, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, variety, awesome. man, heaps of variety, it just keeps things yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see your Spotify list where it creates like you know, oh, yeah. little playlists for you each month. Yeah. Um, you know, or your, or your daily drive, the the things yeah. you the things you're currently listening to at the moment. Awesome, man. So um, let's get back on the wedding train. Now, you've been running some social media ads, Instagram, Facebook, and you've had a little bit of uh, success with them. Um, do you want to tell me more about that and um, how long have you been running them for? Totally, man. Um, probably, I reckon about 12 months, 12 months with a variation of, of different ads over a few different platforms. Yep. M- mainly Facebook and Instagram? Yeah, man. Yeah, those are the two, the two big ones. I um, I, I've personally never given a cent to Facebook or Instagram. I've I've never paid for any ads whatsoever. I, I always said, I'm sure this is completely factually incorrect, but it's just this crazy thought that I've had in my head, is that I feel like as soon as you give one dollar to those companies to like boost a post or to sponsor a post, they're like, we've got your money now. So anytime you want to do an organic post from this point onwards. We're going to make you pay if you want anyone to see this post. And then I've always just thought, oh, fuck, I'm not going to pay him because then it's going to make me pay for every single post that but I want to boost. But obviously, you, you've, you've had a very different experience with that dude. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll pretty much – I'll just run you through it from the start with a bit of a summary. Yeah, shit, so, yeah. yeah, man. So, 29, start of 2019, um, had, a, had a bit of a break from, from shooting weddings and, and, you know, chasing after it. I had – you know, we were expecting, a, you know, a, a little boy, Archer, was, was – um, you know, going to be born the following year and um, had a hernia, like I had all this shit going on and I was just like, all right, had a full-time job, take the foot off the business, um, yeah. you know, foot off the pedal there and it just slowed everything down naturally because, it's you know, it's super momentum-based, like the more you shoot, the more you work. Like, yeah, absolutely. Kind of just how it goes. Yeah, man, so I had a massive drop-off in work and I'm just like, right, what do I, what do I need to do? I need to get this back up i need to you know get enough bookings or i can be doing this full time for myself because that's just that's what i want um so yep. pretty much just just to give you like a real blunt like dot point here so i shot two of my own weddings last year i only had two of my own on the books and then this year i've got 15 yeah so that jump was because of all the advertising you did because that's amazing man and, and just to quickly interject when you say two of my own you you were doing a bit of like contract work for, for other shooters and stuff like that as as a lot of us photographers do yeah man yep that's it um so i was just second shooting a lot second shooting heaps and heaps and heaps um yeah doing a bit of uh sort of commercial work here and there as well so i was still yep. staying in photography um yeah man i probably second shot probably like 20 weddings or something yeah. Um, okay. So, so in 2018, you you had two weddings under 2019. You had two weddings under Glenn Nichols photography, and then in 2020, you've increased that to 15 weddings. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yep. 
so, just off the back of social media advertising. Yeah, dude, that was just that was just pumping it for for 2019. Just yeah, um, it's amazing. Just learning. I'm, I'm, I'm the I'm the shittest person at maths in the world, but that's <laughs> a um, that's a substantial increase as far as percentage goes. Yeah. Um, particularly, you know, anyone you know industry wise is looking to grow their business quickly and, and do that. That's um. That's that, that's pretty bloody amazing, but yeah, um, yeah, keep keep going, man. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I can break it down a little bit more. So, so pretty much, um, the biggest thing I think the biggest light bulb moment for me was realizing the importance of your audience, who you want to, who you want to appeal to, who's your, who, who are your couple, who are they, like, yeah. And honestly, you can go down because Facebook, um, Facebook advertising goes into such detail. You can you can target people who shop at certain shops like Maya or if they yeah. travel frequently, if they check in at the airport a lot, it, like crazy, crazy shit yeah, like it's this. It's wild, isn't it? Yeah. They have so much personal data on you. It's, um, it's a little creepy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, but that's also like a thing that, you know, living, you know, in this current day and age, most people are pretty aware that, that computers know a lot about us, like probably a hell of a lot more than we, we think that they know. Um, but I think most people are pretty accepting of that. Definitely, man. Definitely. Um, yeah. So it was that was a huge thing. It was just like realizing who is your target market, basically. Yep. Like um, for me, it was just starting starting with what are some attributes of the people who I enjoy photographing the most. Yeah. It was just you know any personality things, any things that I've noticed. I think like the the oddest things like I had so many couples that I got along with the most and they're all, they all love to travel. They're all active people. They do like, yeah. you know, crazy shit like climbing, rock climbing and breaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the whole, the whole rock climbing thing ended really well for me last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It was> fucking, <laughs> completely fucking destroyed my ankle and had to, had to pull out of seven weddings. That was a, that was an absolute career high. Yeah. Yeah. Glad I brought um, that so, up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't look back. Um, <laughs> so, did you feel targeting that couple? Those that you know, I, I've never set up a Facebook ad, but like the check boxes and the options that it gives you, you felt like those check boxes and options helped you, um, you know, help you pinpoint who was your target audience. Or before you even opened up Facebook, you kind of had already like well thought about that in in your head it's like all right cool this is this is my this is my people this is what they do this is what you know this is the kind of job they're gonna have like yeah definitely man i kind of sat down and i just thought i just had a really really good think um just about all of those things and then obviously yeah just work through work through the um the advertising platform and just to see what i could actually target pretty much and then yeah it took a lot of fine tuning there's there's a million and one different ways you can set up ads um and you know, I'm still I'm still tweaking things here and there. Like you know, sometimes ads just stop performing, and then you have to realize yeah. why. It's a lot of analysis. Um, so so you still you're still running them to, at this very at this very moment. Yeah, man. It's just just for me long enough for me to get that momentum going, where I can get more word of mouth referrals, create really good meaningful relationships with their news, things like yeah. that. So I'm not relying because I, I obviously don't want to rely on Facebook and, and Instagram advertising for my you know my entire photography career. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, man. So, yeah, and dude. you um, are you commonly are you making specific ads to target these people, or are you just doing your usual social media content and then boosting that actual content? So with with boosting, I, I, from from experience, I'm, I found boosting is more 
to increase awareness. It's not, it doesn't really give people actionable things um unless you you know your caption is has a call to action on it if you know if you're telling someone to do something go to a web page just do something otherwise it's just going to be seen so i might say it's really nice photo you know if you're lucky you know one in a million might inquire with you but it's like chances of that super super low just if you're chasing as you're doing the 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 text in those ads has as an action point like hey i've got a special offer or this is what i'm doing get in touch today um, and that text is there. And then you're sending them to like a specific landing page on your website that's related to that ad or you're just like sending them to your contact page or your home page or tell me about both those things, the actual ad itself and then where that ad goes. Yeah, man, for sure. So so pretty much with the ad, I'll, I'll start on Facebook because I create two separately, two completely separate ads, uh, one one made for Instagram, one made for, for Facebook okay. because obviously um, Facebook owns Instagram so you can you can design your ads on the Facebook advertising platform and yep. then send that through and it starts um, on Instagram. So yeah, man, with my Facebook ones, you can set up like a carousel of images. So you choose, you know, your handful of your strongest images you feel like will connect okay. with your, you know, ideal client. Um, and then I'm, I found a lot of long form, um, a long form posts. So this is, I only put it in my, in the feed, in the news feed. So people are scrolling, they'll see this. Um, you obviously want something as a bit of a like a doing air quotes like a thought interrupter. So you want it, you want people to stop, right? You want people yeah. to stop scrolling because it's yeah. just like it's it's well, autopilot. Yeah, well, that's right? what we do. That's just human nature. We just sit it. You know, we're waiting for fish and chips. We go to the toilet. We're waiting for the kettle to boil. We just sit there and scroll on our phones. You know what I mean? That's just that's what humans do. Yeah. So. Abs- yeah, man. Absolutely. So um, yeah. So you just need some really strong imagery. Um, and then the way that you write the copy of your ad also needs to speak to your ideal client. So yeah. some of the really good ways I've found is identifying a problem they have and then presenting a solution. Um, yeah. For example, it'd be like, are you really nervous? Are you really nervous for your wedding photos? Um, it's okay. I, I had my wedding like five years ago and this is what I did to get okay. over those fears or you know, just yep. things like that. If you, you rather than just trying to flog people's stuff, because people yeah. are just like, hey, all uh, day package for this. We'll, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll throw in a free fucking set of knives or or, or something. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Dude, do you want to sell it? Yeah, yeah, no, sure. yeah, yeah. Just, just got married. We'll, we'll give you the knife. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's fucking, yeah. Oh man, that's you bad. Here yeah. first, folks. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay, so so you're it's almost like a, like a mini like blog post for lack of a better word. You you've got a question, then you're answering it. You know, so so naturally when people click on it, if people are clicking on your ads, even if they're not clicking on the ad to go somewhere, they're already clicking on an ad to see another photo or to see more text. And then is it from my I, I, I say that I've never I I've personally never done this in my business, but my 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 very last day job that I had, I, I worked. Uh, I did something called SEO, but that that also involved doing a little bit of Google AdWords and social media advertising. So this is back in 2014 from my memory of it. Because um, then the similar to an organic post, the same as a sponsored post, if people are interacting with that post in any way, that then helps that to get more traction straight away. Is that, am, am, I, am, I, am I barking up the right tree with that? Yeah, man, definitely gets there. Um, I think it, it also sort of informs Facebook that it's like a help, like, I think with, you know, a bit of SEO stuff like that, it informs it's like a helpful 
post, but it yeah. it also sort of comes down to like a pay per click or impression type thing as well. Yeah, so absolutely. Can, yeah, yeah. Every time someone clicks on your ad, that's that's costing you cash. Yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. So this long form, this long form copy, um, or you, so you can even have personality things. So you can target people who watch the show Friends. You know, the sitcom, the sitcom from the nineties, nineties and noughties, yeah. right? Um, you know, you can even have something. Have you found? You know. Have you found the Chandler to your moniker? And, you know, and people are like, holy shit, wow. I watch Friends. I love yeah. that shit. Uh, and then they'll keep reading. They'll Like if you do it in caps, you only have, um, I, I don't know, a couple of lines of text before yeah. you get to dot, 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 see more. Uh, so you need to capture them in that, like, that really short period. Um, yeah. so, so with you, you would do certain ads just to like target one, engage people, two, engage people who like Friends. And then you'd... You know, just using that as a generic example, and then you'd have an ad specific for that, and then, and then you'd have a different ad for something else, depending on their individual likes. And yeah, man, you can you, you can go you can go nuts with with advertising. So, um, just to sort of uh, go slightly off uh, off topic, it was one thing you can do is if you set up an ad, someone clicks through to your landing page, which is what what, what I where I send couples is just to a dedicated page. To just um, step them through the process, you can. Yep. Uh, there's a thing called a Facebook pixel, so basically that starts tracking them. So they've clicked on that. Facebook knows they've clicked on that, and then you can, from that point, you can retarget that person. That's, yeah, to yeah, see another yeah. ad, just to be like, hey, didn't get a chance to fill out the contact. I don't know, whatever you want to put, or you could just yeah, remind them. Yeah, yeah or you that's could. Awesome. The re- same as like when you do online shopping. You know, you got to buy a yes. pair of shoes and then you're like oh no, I'll, I'll get the pair of shoes tomorrow and then that pair of shoes just keeps hitting you in the <laughs> fucking face on every you know you go to news.com.au or anywhere like yeah. buy those shoes man and you're like yeah. oh yeah right I'll, I'll get the shoes I'll yeah. get <laughs> yeah dude it's, yeah, yeah that's a thing yeah. It's so, a yeah, so you're remarketing um, yeah you're, you're doing specific ads for clients and then you're, you're remarketing to those people as well yeah man so um, um so for my ad, so just for example, for that Facebook one uh, I was just touching on. So yeah, basically I'll have my copy in there. You know, they're into it, they dig it. If I have a, a carousel of photos, they can flick through. They can, you know, obviously start to see, you know, my work and if it resonates with them. Um, and then, you know, I give them a call to action to click on through, get in touch, something like that, add a bit of urgency maybe, you know, to, only two dates left for 2020, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then that sends them through to a landing page. The landing page is like a very, very concise version of my website. There's yeah. no way for them to click out of it because um, I've sort of found if you send them to your website or you give them the header and they can start clicking around, they'll like get bored or, you know, get distracted and then they'll they'll close out and then they'll, you know, move on. So it, basically my landing page it just, you know, it has some more imagery. It's good to have one that you had in your ad on your yep. on your landing page because then it shows some continuity and starts to build trust um, already. Yep. So pretty much, man, it's just a case of building trust and creating desire like super quick. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and, and then the landing page is uh, it's, it's a few photos, a short description, and it's there's obviously a call to action like a contact form, like hey, get in touch today to receive your free set of steak knives or, or, or but, 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 you know but it's like it's like yeah. get, get in get in get in touch get in touch today get in touch now um and they can't go anywhere else apart from that page so like yeah sweet i want to find out if he's free i want to get his i want to get his price guide are you um oh yeah so that that's great that leads um inadvertently leads me into my next question are you 
are you putting pricing in, in these ads or in your landing pages? Yeah, just a starting from because I've sort of found from from yeah. um, from experience that not having like a starting point is going to get you a lot of unqualified leads and then, yep. you know, therefore a lot of ghosting and then people, you just ask for prices and then they're out of there. So, yeah, um, tire kickers. Yeah, man, 100%. So, like yep. having that there does start to qualify leads a lot better. Yep. But so you, yeah, like over a dozen legit bookings of actual humans having actual weddings in, in a period of six to 12 months of doing social media ads um that's um you know knowing you know knowing you know without going specific into into pricing i mean i'm 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 happy to if you want to but you know your average your average wedding photographer is charging you know somewhere between somewhere between 3 and 6000 dollars as as most of your kind of average wedding photographer so even if you're um you know even if you're charging 3000 dollars 3 you know 3 312s is 36 that was some good maths like that's <laughs> you you've you know, you're getting a thirty-six thousand dollar return on uh, on on doing those ads. Um, do you mind me asking, man? Like, how how much how much do you reckon you spent on those ads per month, or like over a twelve month period? What 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 do you reckon the advertising actually cost you? There was some varying varying amounts. Um, like I said, there was a lot of experimenting with with different amounts that you sort of spend each day, and and how many eyeballs you want to get um, your ads in front of. But from a twelve month period, it was uh, just shy of a thousand bucks. So return on investment is wow. Yeah, you can figure it out. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah, absolutely, man. And we're going like off a kind of you know a minimum wedding photographer price of three k. So yeah, you you spent less than a thousand dollars to get twelve wedding bookings from from Facebook. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. just just from all of that like trial and 12, error. More than, yeah, more than twelve. Yeah, um, thirteen, um, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, that, that's that's bloody amazing, man. Yeah, man. It worked out to be fifty fifty k worth of bookings from. Yeah, holy shit! Like including album upgrades and and whatnot and engagement yeah. shoots. Yeah, that's incredible. That's yeah, that's um, yeah, that's, that's absolutely bloody amazing. And how many um, do were you refining? Um, in regards to the ads, we kind of doing like you mentioned, you were refining it and looking at them. Um, you weren't just kind of just setting it, set and forget. But were you refining them weekly, daily, monthly? Like how often do you reckon you were going back in and and, and re kind of rejigging stuff? I reckon like a weekly a weekly basis was was good for me because um, you can obviously see all your stats on you know how many people are clicking through, um, and also um, had my I've got my landing page set up to thing called Hotjar. Basically, it allows you to see each person that logs onto a certain page, which is my landing page, what they are doing on the page. Okay. It's, it's kind of creepy, but um, it's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like literally sees their mouse. Yeah, it's, um, it's and, wild. And like where, I didn't where know they're that hovering was and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, yeah, I, I remember seeing that back in my old job as well. I, f- I forgot that was a, I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, your computer knows everything about oh, you. It's wild, yeah. dude. I mean, that's all. You know, like now, like slightly sidetracking from that, we'll, we'll get back on track. But I love that you know at the moment because everyone's in you know quarantine or isolation because of this virus. Everyone, everyone is smashing out. Um, all these like quizzes on Facebook, like you know, yeah, yeah. What was the name of your first dog? And and all this like all these like really in depth questions. And I'm like, you you do know that this data is just there for you know if someone wants to hack into these accounts, they've already got all your passwords and everything from from these answers that you're that you're giving people. Um, so that's fascinating. So so you yeah you installed Hotjar on the landing page so you can see what 
people are thinking and well not thinking but what they're actually you know physically doing with their mouse on on that page yeah you can see them like how they scroll the page and what the behaviors are on there and if you you're yeah. seeing someone getting halfway and then losing interest and, and and getting out of there then you can say okay you can start to pinpoint where the problem might be and then start yeah. to sort of analyze okay what's going on is the imaging not engaging enough is there too much text and am i not uh giving their call to action soon enough yeah so that's it's awesome i mean so yeah like a lot like you know, there's a fair bit of work that's gone into it and thought that has gone into that. But in, in return, in, in regards to actual the amount you've invested versus the amount you've got in return, like that, like that, that, that shit is just that, that shit is just mind blowing to me. That that's amazing compared to, you know, you, you would spend more than a thousand dollars on on being on a wedding directory, for example. Um, totally. You know, there's some wedding directories that are charging that, you know, per month probably. Um, so yeah, to be able to get the return is, is, is bloody, bloody incredible, man. Um, is, is that, um, I'm, I'm sure you know as well, cause you know, you know what people were doing with their mouse, but, um, was, is it, is it mainly on Facebook or Instagram? What, or is it kind of like a 50, 50 split? So now what I've started to do is I found more success on Instagram. So okay. I've actually, I've actually hit pause on, on the Facebook ones at the minute. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I've got plans. I've got a strategy to sort of, um, get that going again but in a different in a different way and i can i'm happy to talk through that um in a in a, in a minute if you like but um yeah. with the instagram ones man um absolute winner that i found is just making an ad for instagram stories just because it's cheaper per click and it's also what people are scrolling through the most like behavior behavior on instagram has changed massively obviously in the last like 12 months or so and then I can even speak from my own um, my own behaviors on Instagram. Like I'll open Instagram and I'll go straight to stories and I'll start yep. boom smashing through th- smashing through the stories. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I can. I, I probably do that myself as well. I'd, I'd say. I'd say most people. Yeah, man. Because um, the thing is with um, with having ads in like the news or the new feed or the I don't know what Instagram called the like you know the photos just <laughs> the feed. feed. The in- yeah, I guess you would just call it the Instagram feed versus yeah. the Instagram stories. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, your ads there just look like another post like they they blend in super easily and if you're not yep. like you know if you don't have something outrageous as your your photo on there uh it's just gonna get lost big time yep. and and how do how, and how do you reckon in instagram stories versus the feed and ad how, how do you reckon the ad is not getting lost in the in the stories yeah man so my my big thing is create uh, I've created a video of like a short video. It's so like a fifteen second. Fifteen seconds is your limit. Um, so what I've done is created just really simple, like slideshow kind of video. Okay. Um, it's all in like por- portrait orientation. Yeah, a, a video of your photos. Yeah, so it's like a slideshow essentially. Uh, it's no yep. music or anything like that. It's just super quick. Um, you got fifteen seconds. Yeah, in yeah. For a story. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So fifteen second limit on there. So I just whip that together. In Final Cut, um, just got some really strong imagery in there. Just something, you know, just bit of a bit of a you know a slogan um, that I have sort of all over my website, and it kind of just starts to attract those what's, kinds. What's of people. your slogan? Hit me with it. Oh, mate, you know what? I'm because I don't want to screw this up. I'm going to read it word for word <laughs> on my website right now. <laughs> something about steak knives, I think. Is it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> book book your photography for four hundred ninety nine bucks and you and you'll get the you'll get the stake you get the stake <laughs> dude you're honestly you want to change it now 
Yeah. Uh, so, so I've, I'm a lover of um, fun and relaxed weddings, big or small, for couples who have adventure in their hearts. Ah, that's good. I like it. So it's good. Um, yeah, man. And and, and 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 with Instagram advertising, you can also um, you can also target ads on based on what people like. Yeah. Um, the the movies and films and books and travel and all those all those kind of things. The the um the I can't even think of the right word, but like the uh, the demographic. <laughs> Yeah, you, the, the the buttons you can click on Instagram. Oh, yeah. to do, that's not the right word I was thinking of. But the <laughs> buttons you can click are, 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 the, are, the, are the same. Getting technical on, here, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On yeah, when when man, when I listen back on this, I'll be like, shit, man. Why couldn't you just think of that word? Um, but, <laughs> but the the buttons you click on Instagram are the, are the same on on Facebook, essentially, or, or roughly the same as of what you can choose to set up the ad. Do you mean? Yeah. Yeah, or, 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 or who you're targeting the ads for. That's, Absolutely. That, you can use saying, the yeah. identical demographic that you've set up, the same one that you're using. Demographic. Yeah, that's bro. the word. You get it. Um, yeah. yeah, man, you can set up the exact same one. So you're targeting the same people. So there's a good chance if these people that you're targeting are on Facebook and Instagram, they're going to cop both of those ads. So you're going to be also like, if they're not ready yet, they're not quite ready to hire a photographer. Like you're yeah. going to be you're going to be top of mind if you just yeah, keep wow. like touching, touching base with these ads. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, awesome man. so yep the video is good and, and the other thing um, because on any advertising you do in feeds you only have can have a certain percentage of text on the image otherwise it flags it and won't allow you it, like it breaks like a you know um, their policy on, on okay you got um, a certain amount of characters like, like 30, 30 40 characters or something like that it's if- just the, the area of the, the text on the image. If it takes yep. up more than like a certain percentage, they, they can it and they, they don't allow oh, it. Oh, so sorry. If you've edited a photo just to put text on top of the actual yep. photo, yep. we're not talking the text in the actual ad. No. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and the computers or whatever that, that view that, um, the same computers that know what people do with their mouse <laughs> on, on the computer <laughs> yeah. view that. They go, shit, there's too much text in this yeah. bad boy. Yeah. And, and, then, and then so the ad just gets shit canned. It does, man. And with stories it doesn't there's no limit so you can be text heavy if you feel like that would you know aid you in any way but that's what allows me to have my you know my my tagline in there and then as well as i can have a call to action or some urgency you know mentioning uh, scarcity of dates or anything like that swipe up now um because obviously with 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 the stories it is a swipe up to action um to action anything on there yeah. and, and and when you when you're paying for a sponsored post in a store it gives you that swipe up action. it does yeah I know if you i think you maybe gonna have ten thousand followers yeah, or right. the blue yeah, tick or something to be able to, to be able to normally to be able to normally get that yeah man bypasses yeah. needing yeah a certain amount of followers um yeah. and then you can go straight up to using the swipe up feature um yeah yeah man same and same deal it takes them to takes them to a landing page and then really just guides them through the process really step by step it's like this is my work. This is a little bit about me. Um, get in touch. Like it's it's yeah, wow. super. Maybe yeah, like some testimonials in there, just some s- social proof, um, just to to help build that trust up. But yep. yeah, man, that's been really really successful at the moment. Yeah, that's which awesome. Has been awesome. And are you are you funneling money into any other forms of advertising expos wedding directories any any, like any 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 magazine ads like doing one directory at the moment which is the first one i've ever i've ever done um not not really working for me right now yeah okay um but 
yeah so you know reassess that when that renewal comes around but yeah for sure yeah man um this seems to be working at the moment like i said it's not a long-term it's not a long-term thing but right now it's definitely it's definitely helping helping me along to get absolutely yeah but you know within a period you know the, the period of time you're saying to pick up that many weddings um and and how you mentioned at the start as well then once you once you're already out there shooting that amount of weddings that's then what helps you to get more weddings um because a little bit about you know how how I shoot the volume I do and what I've done so I've I've personally and th- and this is this is why these conversations are great dude because I've never I've never as I mentioned I've never spent a cent um on social media advertising um so there's no like right or wrong way of of doing things at all it's what works personally for personally for each person yeah to me word of mouth has been a huge part of my business but um. There was a lot of things I did early on to, to snowball that w- word of mouth pretty quickly. And then once you're shooting that volume of weddings, it's the word of mouth then from all those weddings and the people who see you at the weddings and then how your work gets in front of all those people at the wedding, that's then what helps snowball that. Um, there's other things as well. Like I, I advertise in, in a few directories. Um, I also do one wedding expo a year. Um, but all of that to me, I do that with a different mindset behind it as in... I'm not advertising in a directory to get bookings or I'm not specifically doing a wedding expo to get bookings, um, which if someone just heard me say that and I just finished the sentence there, they'd be like, well, this guy's fucking crazy. But if I get a booking out of any of those things, like that's awesome, like bonus, that, that's so good. Like that's that's something great that happens on the side from advertising in those things. But more than anything, I'm, I'm doing that for brand awareness. So I want people to, if they see my name in a directory – or in a magazine or that, you know, if someone's walking by at that expo and sees me like, oh, that's that Briggsy guy, he's current. He's still doing things and he's currently doing things and he's, he, you know, he's, he, he's a thing that, that is happening right now. Do you know what I mean? Even if it's a couple who have already booked you for their wedding, they, you know, they, they're, they're scrolling through a website like Ivory Tribe or they're, you know, at that expo and then they see you like, oh, cool, he's, he's, he's still, you know, he's still in the scene, he's still doing things, it's, it's all good. And then so then, you know, then just the byproduct of doing that, if you get bookings, then you're like, sweet, that's awesome. That's kind of my way I'm doing it. But the busyness started years ago from that word of mouth and have been fortunate. I've worked my ass off since, but it's been kind of fortunate then that a lot of it still does come through word of mouth. But that's what I love about yours, man, is that you're, you're still in early days of trying to build up to that big volume and already to get from a certain number to then the next number, like two to 15 weddings like that, that is like a huge jump. And if you're shooting those weddings consistently and shooting them well, which, which you are, I know your work, you're going to, like that's it's only going to keep going pre, pre-virus that was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, old mate Rona's changed plans a little bit. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, when's when when's your next wedding on the on the calendar? It's right now. It's the start of uh, start of April, um, two thousand twenty. For those of you listening at home, but um, yeah, mm. your, your next booking that has not postponed yet. Uh, what, November what, 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 so far. November. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My. Oh, no, I've got a couple in September. I've got a couple in September, which I. Remain cautiously optimistic about. Oh, tell um, a lie. I think I have. If, well, depending how things go, I should have an elopement in June. But we'll oh, see. okay. To be and, and you'll 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 be the witness as well. The witness yeah. on the camera. Oh, Pretty awesome, rad. man. <laughs> yeah, cool. Have you got Have you got a location for that? Yeah, I think we're gonna go uh, hit up Warby. Yep. Yeah, Sweet. Nice one. Pretty fresh. Yeah. Check <laughs> check. Uh, 
currently are not allowed there. Um, are you talking about the forest? Mm. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, it's shut down to the public, like, altogether. Like how, like, beaches and stuff are closed down, that Shit. forest and, and a lot of places are shut down. You know, but, but it's April. It, it, everything everything could change in June. No one no one knows, but I'd, I'd probably... I'll probably watch that carefully. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty, it's pretty flexible. So, yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, actually, yeah, I, I yeah, I like. I um, I, I just picked up a elopement in in June um as well. We uh, they want me to be the witness, and then hiring a car. Uh, and so the dude who's driving the car is going to be the other witness, not not a videographer. Um, which is all good. Yeah, so sweet man. Are you um with with these packages that you were selling with these Facebook ads or just in general? Are you do you, do you sell a set number of hours, four, six, eight, ten hours, or do you just sell like all day coveraged? Yeah, man. So I was doing I was doing hours in the beginning of these these campaigns, and then uh, yeah, and I switched to just all day, like an all day type of thing, and then option. You know, people want smaller ones, but everyone just is is going for the for the all day option. Yep. And like that's all reception as well. Or you just do a little bit of the reception. Just three hours. Just three hours yep. of the reception. Everyone's stoked with that. Gets you know. You, you get in, you get it, you get you smash it, you smash it out, and then you know you get some solid dance floor before it gets messy. Yeah, so it's, it's three right. hours so is the, more than enough. <laughs> the blackmail yeah. material stays safely on the dance floor. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> things yeah, think things get pretty weird at the end yeah. of weddings. We've uh, we're <laughs> oh <my laughs> all been there. And you're the yeah. you're the same here, man. You do all day. Yeah, yeah, I've I've never sold hours um, yeah. the whole time I've shot weddings. Yeah, I just I just tell people I I shoot from getting ready up to two hours of the reception. Yeah. Um, nice. But most of the time it's three, sometimes four. Um, but I kind of just end on my own time. Yeah, basically I just if anyone ever asks me about that in any more detail, I just tell them that I just stay until everyone's pissed and dancing. Yeah, unless it's like, if it's like a country wedding or an interstate wedding, um, and like I'm staying the night on site or, or really close, like I'll. Often I'll you know put the cameras down the last couple of hours and 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 have a bit of a party with everyone. But yeah, if I've got to shoot a wedding the next day or drive home that night, yeah, like I want to, yeah, I, I I love my couples and I love weddings. But but after the kind of that twenty minute mark of drunk dancing, it's usually like all right, it's, it's time to go. You know yeah, when you've yeah, got yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's and it's just like the same. You know the same people that keep coming up to the camera. Hey, can we get a photo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, doing, doing that, which is good. Yeah. Um. Man, it's awesome chat about social media. And I think for anyone looking to grow their business or to start in social media ads, um, yeah, that's that's a really, really interesting little insight. Um, yeah. Was there was there any other little nuggets of gold you had around that? Oh, man, I could honestly probably go on for a while. So um, I, I'm happy to offer, like, if anyone wants to, you know, any elaboration or anything, they can feel free to, to get in touch and we can have a have a chat about it or something. But um well, Awesome, man. And if and if someone's looking for one for one G Nichols online, uh, where can where, where where can the good people find you, mate? Okay, so you can hit up hit, hit me up on the gram. It's uh, Glenn Nichols, so G L E N N I C H O W L S photography, pretty original. Uh, so yeah, Glenn with one N for the love of God, Glenn yeah. with one N. <laughs> the, yeah, the but bane it of my looks existence. like two N's because your surname yes. starts with an N. Yes. So, um, so it can be can be a little uh, a little deceiving. I know, dude. I should make it. I should put it in some marketing material, shouldn't I? It's just like Glenn with one in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, there's no one else doing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, good. Uh, yeah. good. Some plagiarism. <laughs> yeah, and, and and your website's the same as well, is it? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's right. And then yeah, Facebook and all that. But I'm most most active on the gram these yeah. days. 
Sweet man, that's amazing. Yeah, well, um, well, well, Glenn, Glenn with one end nickels. Thank you, uh, thanks so much for taking the time to talk on my Chase Dislike podcast and and just being really transparent and open about um about how you've gone without social media advertising and stuff like that, man. I I, I really 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 appreciate it. Thank you kindly, dude. My pleasure. I'm so stoked for you doing this podcast, man. You're killing it. Cheers, brother. Thanks so much, mate. Yeah.